0: Good afternoon, Rich Nash, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded IoT franchises here for this week's Embedded Insiders with my fellow insider, Brandon Lewis, Technology Editor for Embedded Computing Design. Hello, Brandon. Hey, how are you doing, Rich? I am doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I just came back from Dallas for the IAR, uh, IAR Systems Developer Conference. As you know, we're hosting these... Uh, these one-day events around the world, and this week was Dallas, and it was pretty interesting. They had about 20, 25 people there, and um, they were really getting into it. The questions folks were asking, it was obvious that they're in mid-design, and, <laughs> and they needed some help. So it was, it, it was encouraging.
1: So uh, how long were you there, and how involved were the IAR folks in it?
0: Uh, I was there for a day. It's, it's an event that runs from nine in the morning to one in the afternoon and the IAR folks are, uh, knee deep in it. Uh, they present, they walk around the room since it's a small crowd, they can be pretty interactive with the people and, you know, say, Hey, you know, why are you here? You know, what, what is your problem? And, um, and they help them, you know, they help solve those problems.
1: That's very well
0: worth the time that those folks spent.
1: When's the next one?
0: The next one is next week in the Boston area. Um, then the week after that, there's one in Ottawa and in Chicago. So um, if you go to iardevcon.com, you can see the full list of, of cities and dates. Very cool. Well, what Very, else do we do? Well, before we get going, I'd like to let you know that this episode, of the Embedded Insiders, is brought to you by the Trusted Computing Group. You can learn how to secure the insecure Internet of Things at www.tcg.org.
1: Very good. Very it's good. Been, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've talked, so um, I'm sure you've got some news. I've got some news. A lot of very cool things going on, especially from the uh, some of the big, big uh, cutting-edge technology companies.
0: Let me hear what you got.
1: Well, um, back around the IoT world, and uh, actually there were a couple of, couple weeks before that as well, Google announced Android Things, which is a really, basically the Android operating system for IoT devices. So, you know, just think of Android, stripped away of all the stuff that, you know, the various implementations that the phone, the smartphone uh, guys use, and really targeted at IoT uh, Things. Uh, you know, they've got a Java API framework, they've got a bunch of Google services built into this iteration of Android, there's a support library, a C libraries, hardware extraction layer, of course, and then obviously it's all built on top of the Linux kernel and you know, I spent a lot of time really talking about this with NXP when I was at their offices a couple of weeks ago and they're super involved um, in helping bring Android things to market because a lot of these um, a lot of these big technology companies, you know, the Googles, the Amazons of the world, you know, they're using embedded uh, chip chip and hardware vendors to get their software out into the market. You know, they want to get those those connections, and they don't have the expertise in you know the quote unquote things, the actual physical devices. So they're leveraging a lot of the people that we know and love um, in the embedded space to get platforms like Android Things out there.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting. So what does that mean for the end developer? I mean, how much support are they going to get from these guys?
1: Well, so the way that Android Things is, is built is uh, sort of like, uh, uh, it's not a black box, but it, it's pretty tailored to the hardware architectures. You know, the outside, of, outside of NXP, I think there are only a couple other of of chipset developers out there and they really maintain uh, the basis of the Android things on their um, platform so the developers really don't you know need to get too down into the weeds involved in you know some you know self modifying Linux code or something that you have heard about Um, out there in the open source community you know NXP is going to be handling a lot of that and then a couple of the other chipset guys uh, on their own iterations And this sort of plays into something that we've been talking about a lot, which is the fact that Android Things really seems like all of those app developers, um, people developing web apps, it's just making it easier and easier and easier for them to develop a nifty little application, provide some services on top of this Android Things uh, uh, kernel that they're already familiar with probably, um, and deploy it out into the IoT.
0: When it sounds like it's too good to be true, what does that mean?
1: It normally is. But, hey, you know, you gotta, you got to give it a shot. It's worth looking into.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I will look into it and give it a shot. That sounds pretty interesting, actually. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. It's you got to. But what about you? Well, I had a piece of news across my desk recently as, as well with respect to Google. Um, they, well, it's the Google Cloud, which is a subset of Google. They joined the LoRa Alliance. Um, didn't say much more than that, that they, except that they joined. So mm-hmm. I'm inferring probably more than I should into this, but um, that says to me that they want to own yet another network and be able to perform analytics on their network. And I think that that's really cool. If you're familiar with LoRa, it's a low bandwidth, low data rate. Frankly, not that much data. But if if you dump uh, some sort of cloud infrastructure onto that um, and then have the ability to do analytics, which can't be too hard because of the amount of data, um, you've upped the usefulness factor of LoRa significantly.
1: Yeah. This seems, um, this seems like there may be like a a grand plan coming together here in, in some sense. You know, on, my, on in my travels, I find out about Android Things that gets deployed down onto these devices. I, I'm pretty sure that NXP is a member of the LoRa Alliance, so, you know, you've got the, the, the communications infrastructure there on the device itself, and now Google's entering the LoRa Alliance. Um, it looks sort of like a bunch of sockets that might be pumping data back into the Google Cloud, huh?
0: You think that it's that these things are related, or it's just coincidence?
1: Uh, I think that they may be related. You know, how is Google really going to make its money? Uh, you know, Google is is really worried about you know, from the IoT standpoint, is you know, hosting a bunch of data in their cloud platforms. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Well, you know, they want to host everything. The, you know, they get paid by storage.
1: Exactly. So the best way to do that is to get a bunch of Android devices out in the field and start. Pumping a ton of data back back into your storage infrastructure.
0: Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think with Laura They're talking about Android devices though. You know you're talking about just flipping a bit every minute or so
1: Yeah, but if you have a platform that's out there running a slimmed down version of Android like keep in mind It's not full-blown Android this Android things. It's tailored for an and you know an IOT type of device so if you got a you know billion things flipping a bit uh, you know, that's that storage can add up
0: Yep That is definitely true definitely true all right Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's more to come on that like I said I just saw the announcement I haven't done any probing yet, and I haven't really announced anything yet with respect to that So I'm sure we will be hearing more Definitely will Okay, all right this I episode, that, <laughs> I think that wraps up this edition of the embedded insiders
1: Yep, this episode is brought to you by the Trusted Computing Group. Learn how to secure the insecure Internet of Things by visiting www.trustedcomputinggroup.org.
0: And that was Brandon Lewis with Embedded Computing Design. Thanks, Rich. And you say who I am.
1: Well, that was Rich Nass of Embedded Computing Design. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Have a great day,
1: Brandon. You too, Rich. Bye.